This is Meltcast 3.0. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Meltology is a monthly comics jam at Meltdown every third Tuesday of the month. Here's how it works. Show up at Meltdown at 7 p.m. and draw a page of whatever you want. At 9.30 p.m., we'll collect all the art, and there's a $3 printing cost. When you come to the next month's comic jam, you'll get a complete zine with everyone's contributions inside. There is no set theme and all skill levels are welcome. The upcoming comics jam dates are September 15th, 2015, which is one year anniversary for Meltology. October 20th, November 17th, and December 15th. Last but not least, Meltology contributors get 10% off their Meltdown purchase on the night of the event. Go to at Melt underscore Thology on Twitter or Facebook if you have any specific questions. Ask for Chuck. Comic-Con in a box, Loot Crate. This is a monthly subscription service where, because of their iconic partners, each box is packed with exclusive items. There are different plans to suit your needs, and when you enter the promotional code MELTDOWN, you get $3 off your crate. Check it out at LootCrate.com. Melt You, the school at Meltdown where they teach you the skills to make comic books. Some of the current classes include creating comics, drawing comics for kids, and the art of inking. Coming soon, there will be classes for short film writing, drawing basics, and kids make zines. Go to MeltComics.com and enroll now. Do you like to binge read your comics? Are you having trouble tracking down all the back issues of your favorite comics? The answer is Comics Fix. Comics Fix is a monthly digital subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and read as much as your heart desires. Go to ComicFix.com and check it out. The first month is free. Other Meltdown programming. We have podcasts such as History of the Batman, weekly topic-based discussions about all things Batman, The Disney Click, where everything in the Magic Kingdom is discussed. And two new podcasts coming soon. Pod Sequentialism. And On Some Hip Hop Shit. Explicative. That starts with, I'm not going to explain it. Video podcasts such as Digital Lizards of Doom. That's Digital Lizards of Doom. Meltdown's very own YouTube show where Gabe, Dan, and uh, Gabe and Dan explore all aspects of pop culture. Meltdown Comics and EMET Comics invite you to come celebrate empowered women, female creators, and bold news stories. That is September 16th of this year, 2015, at 7 p.m. A little bit about EMET Comics. EMET Comics is a publishing company creating content about a new generation of female protagonists. Intelligent, flawed, and not afraid to ruffle a few feathers, we recognize the lack of diversity still prevalent in media and join the movement to change it, not just by telling stories about relatable women, but by giving female writers and artists a platform to express their unique perspectives on history, literature, and the world we live in. That's that. That's it. Hi, welcome to Melcast 3.0. I'm Jeanette. I am Derek. I'm drunk. Yes. And I'm Aristotle. I'm Eddie. Hey, drunky. I'm a little drunk. I'm pretty tipsy. Yeah, this is nice. It's fun. I'm pretty okay.
Jeanette, tell us about the event. <laughs> so, this, <laughs> so this weekend, I actually got to go visit the Jack Kirby exhibit at the California State University in Northridge. It's going on from August 24th, which you know already passed, but it's going on until October 10th. And it's from 12 to 4 o'clock. It's really awesome. They have, like, old... Um, Sorry, old um, Fantastic Four. They have his Quicksilver. It's it's pretty breathtaking. I saw, I saw in a picture that they have his 2001 pages. Yes, they have everything. They have stuff that he worked on DC. They have Marvel, obviously. So if you love Jack Kirby, that's a thing to go that's to. That's something that you Simultaneously, get to. here at Melton Comics, uh, we have uh, the Melton Comics and Heavy Metal present Jack Kirby and Barry Geller's Lord of Light in full color art show September 17th. That is until from 8 to 11 p.m. at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. The King of Comics made his heavy metal debut with full color versions of its legendary concept art for Lord of Light. This fabled collaboration with filmmaker and visionary Barry Era Geller is best known for its use as a cover for its rescue six American diplomats held hostage in Iran. Eddie, were you just... Yeah. Were you just jerking off beneath my chin? <laughs> what were you doing? I, I don't know. Uh, we were encouraging uh, what's you. What's next? Eddie, what, what do you have to bring to the table of events? Uh, uh, so Long Beach Comic Con's happening this week. If you're, I mean, this, this comes out Saturday, so you will be listening to this Saturday. So it's this weekend. So it should be happening right now. You should oh. be at the convention listening to this. Walking around. Walking around and looking for us. If you see us... Uh, give us a high five. Yay. Yay. We will may, most likely be there. Aristotle will definitely be there. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about what you're doing there. A po- uh, uh, he's moderating panel. a panel. Moderating a panel. He's not behind a soundboard or recording anything this nope. time, which this is time. weird. We yeah. get to see Aristotle's face? Yes. So go go find Aristotle. Ask him all your sexual questions. No, on. It's on, for the Devastator for the funny book fest that they're having at Long Beach Comic Con. It's a... Uh, Go devastate Aristotle. It's a whole exciting thing that they're doing, and I'm. Uh, it's gonna be great. And Just it's on Saturday. It's on Saturday at 1 p.m. And I got Sam Spina, Stu Livingston, and Irwin Ledford. I know on one of those people. Yeah, well, they're all great. You should look them all up. Um, we're gonna be talking about Autobio Comics. Cool. This is your first, and this is your first time hosting a. Yes, this is my first moderator. Are you nervous? Uh, kind of. You look a little nervous. <laughs> don't put that in his head, dude. Well, I mean, yeah. Don't accept there. doubt into him. Hey, buddy, look me in the eyes right now. You Deep told me ocean. that uh, I uh, that we were drinking a beer that was uh, not vegan because you wanted to preserve the honey that was in the beer. You're you're thinking about the bees. You do so much for so many different people, including the bees. That dude, the karma the karma train is gonna ride. Heavy in your favor. Still making me nervous. So don't you know, listen to Doubt McDoubtski you know, over you're here. You're gonna knock this out of the park. But yeah. Just anyway, do a lot for nerves are great, like, dude. So That's gonna give any, you the energy. Don't let that anybody you need. down. Don't, I believe don't in Don't let you. anybody down on this podcast. On this podcast or on that panel. I promise. Or your mother. You I won't ever let you. Desiree, down. your dogs. You're All right. Dead. No. But anyways, <laughs> Meltology is coming up uh, this coming Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Just come. Bring $3, chip in. You're going to get a comic the next month, and it's the one-year anniversary. There'll probably be cake. Who knows? I honestly think since it's the one-year anniversary. Ice cream cake. Uh, Since it's the one-year anniversary, I'm probably going to try to do something in it. 
Uh, you should. Yes. I, I, th- I feel like all of us should try to do some. I, I'm, I'm so down. down. I mean, yeah. Chuck was such an awesome guy on the last uh, cast that uh-huh. I think he Chuck is, is like, best. yo, dude, you guys were chill. I think that we could definitely crash at his place and draw <laughs> some stuff and eat some cake. Yeah. Ice cream cake. Some Yay. ice cream cake. Chuck is my dad. Yeah. He is really awesome. So, yeah. So we thank him for coming on the show last week. Yes. <sighs> Thanks, Chuck. I miss Chuck. Oh, yeah. good old Chuck. I have postpartum with my Chuck. I know. I, know. I wish he was here now. He's also cool. a great first guest of uh, the newly formed. The newly formed. First guest. No, he doesn't have that soundbite. <laughs> we just did that. But he has been initiated, though. Yes. But we are initiated. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Chuck. Uh, and you will hopefully hear a lot more guests uh, in the coming uh, weeks <gasps> that will be initiated. Yeah. You will for yeah, sure hear more guests. Now it's time for Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Number ones for the customers. You did that really well. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. And I'm, you did that I've really well, meeting... Jeanette. Thank you so much. Yeah, the way you yeah. pointed at Eddie and said number ones. Guys, they great. saw it and they know talent. They the scouts are out there. Oh, shit. I've been meaning for us to record our Bane voices so I can replace the old Bane voices with our Bane voices. Yeah, we don't need to digress into that. Anyways, well, not now, but I mean, we can replace the What's your picks of the week? You're up. So uh, this week I read Star Wars uh, Shattered Empire number one, uh, which is the <laughs> I heard. Uh, which is the book that's supposed to bridge the gap between Return of the Jedi and uh, Force Awakens, Awakens, which is the new movie coming out. Um, Oh, is it? When is it coming out? (laughs) Sometime in December. 18th, maybe. 18th? Um, So, so Force, uh, this book takes place right after the Battle of Endor, um, after the Ewoks defeat the Empire, uh, because we couldn't do it without the Ewoks. Um, And Han Solo... uh, <laughs> Han Solo in, uh, finds out that there's some rebel holdouts that he needs to go take care of, and that's honestly the extent of what happened in this book. It is, it doesn't need anything. It doesn't need anything for me to to sell. It's it's got like a lot of hype behind it. Right, it's, it's yeah. sold out. So it's, if you're yeah. listening at this and it's like, oh, I'll go to Meltdown. We'll be able to get you issues like later. But yeah, in terms of this week, we are out. That's it's, to it's show done. you. That's, that's a good to reason show for you, you to become a yeah. pool customer. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. That is a good uh, incentive. You get twenty percent off, and it's free. You don't have to like uh, have any specific number of books set up. Yeah, uh, there's some but, there's some like shady pool uh, uh, lists out there, and we are um, not that. We're basically we looking. Legit to quit. We are looking for a way to factor you into our account uh, to to order um, and know exactly what it is the number that we are looking for each week, which is why we give you the twenty percent off. Um, and the commitment can be as low as one title. It's nice. it's not like a three title minimum or anything like that. You guys are selling me on this right now. Yeah, Maybe I should we, get my own poll list. It, it's funny. A lot of people that we have. That like are here as nerd turns or something like that. They're like, oh yeah, I think I, I think I'll get to the poll list at some point, and then eventually they just realize how sweet of a deal it is, and they'll do it. And if you're wondering why Radiohead might be distantly heard in yeah, the background, it's because so the showroom is letting out, and that's that's what happens. We will be recording here in the space above the showroom while Radiohead plays and probably some other songs. Do you have the a number hits. one for the number one customer? I do. I have a number one. Um, <laughs> and uh, Eddie, uh, are you finished with yours, are you, though? 
I guess so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm I will sorry, let you say Andy. one last word. What? What? What other thought did you have? A lot of you bought uh, toys this Force Friday, and uh, it was a little dumb because the movie hasn't come out yet, and none of oh, you know BB-8's what it's gonna like. BB-8's gonna be yet. the villain. What if it sucks? <laughs> what if it sucks? You know, it's not gonna suck. But, but you know, uh, I admire all of your uh, optimism. I'm still yes. looking for a BB-8. You know, what's funny is um, I was like, no, nah, it's not gonna be. I, I mean, it's not gonna be Phantom Menace. But then you showed me. You didn't even show me. I just saw it on your wall that Baseball like the like preemptive like people who were buying this same sort of like thing back in um, 1990 whatever. It's 99. 99. It's, guys, it's cray. It's and cray. and one cray. of the guys is like, "I think that Darth Maul's going to be king." Oh yeah. <laughs> he was the best. He was. He was awesome. Uh but yeah, there's just so much that they thought was going to be the case for Andy. episode 1. Yeah. yeah. And that, and mean, that being said, one. we are all super excited about this yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah, we are. Anyways, Derek, but moving on to Derek's number one pick. Yes, which is um, a uh, a star based uh, Ooh, book as well. Space. It's called Faster Than Light, and it is uh, from Image. It is the spectacular first issue, as it says on the cover. Um, <laughs> Way to sell an image. I know. Yes, uh, they really <laughs> come in uh, heavy with the uh, the um, claim. And I think it holds up. Um, basically, this is a very realistic approach to uh, uh, space and space travel. And um, basically, that was basically, I just traveled to a whole other um, dimension, okay. the fourth dimension. I can see myself as one undulating snake. And uh, it opens uh, the framework of the book um, is told from this sort of talk show standpoint where um there's this discrepancy that's drawn right away uh the announcer goes so i'm here with the inventor of uh faster than light space travel and the scientist goes well i I didn't invent that i just sort of discovered the way to go about doing it so it's it's sort of our understanding of whoever comes through with these scientific breakthroughs we credit them with sort of not exactly what it is and in a way we are out of touch with with almost Science. their genius, with with their with with where they're at, there it's like Benjamin you guys. Benjamin Franklin invented electricity. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you guys understand. I just I just showed you that the world is round. I did I didn't make it round. You it was the just world. like is yeah it's just, yeah I, I invented the world. Um, so that's that's an interesting first little bookend. Then um, uh, we follow the space crew, and there's some like sort of interdynamic. Um, uh, 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 problems that arise between sort of uh, rank. Um, the captain of the ship um, sort of was a better choice than the second, and the second, uh, who who's a woman, is is kind of like a little butthurt that she got ousted from her chair. Who's, and, uh, who's doing this book? She dang well should. Yeah, I mean, I, it seems like she's very capable, but everyone seems to think that he is the right choice, and someone goes so far as to say that she knows he's the right choice, too. She's um, just butthurt. Yeah, she 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 is, but uh, she sounds like a very capable woman, and I'm glad that she is the second because she's probably going to be the stern, stern, hard decision making, and he's Have probably going to be a very sympathetic, a yeah, cop. captain. Um, the uh, creative team on this is um, Barbara Heberlin is doing the story and illustration. And then for colors, uh, we have Gerard Van Dyke. 
We are bad with names. Yay. I am pretty bad, but that was better than I thought I would do. Yeah. Um, also, can I ask really quick, Eddie, who wrote and did the art for the Star Wars? Shattered uh, Empire. Star Wars, uh, Greg Rucka wrote this, who <sighs> is so an good. amazing writer. So good. Uh, many fabulous books. My favorite, uh, Batwoman, uh, which was his run on Batwoman was fantastic. Uh, and Marco, uh, yeah, just play it. We are bad yep. with names. Uh, Marco Chit Chit Chetto. There's Chit Chit Chetto. That's like Chit Chit Chetto. Look, look, look at that last I name. I can't even see. Look huh? at this. This is like three C's in there. Oh, but having weird last names. Wait, hang on. Let me see. I'm white. Hey, Got it. Coming from <laughs> someone that has a weird last name. Let Chit Chetto. Our last Chichetto. names are kind of similar. Chit yeah, That's they it. Are. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Mar- Marco Marco it. Marco Cheeto. 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 Like we a hot Cheeto. We are bad with names. Weird. We are bad with names. Yay. I hate my voice. Uh, no, I love it, dude. Awesome. Hashtag love Aristotle's it. cute. Uh, make, make it happen. He is. T- tweet he can us. go, he can go from us. a very Hashtag metal like soundbite to this sweet little Jeanette, like Scott Youngy thing. Yeah, Jeanette, what do you got? So I, number one. I have a number one of Alice Cooper versus Chaos. Nice. It's a pretty dark and awesome. So Chaos is basically a team of multiple girls and one guy but they're demons they're vampires ghosts um witches some sort of weird witch girl who tells the prophecy of like what's to happen and then there's like chastity and she's a vampire hunter and my favorite or vampire assassin my favorite panel in this is where she finds this fat vampire like Cuts Huge. Her underneath her tits, and there's just blood gushing out Huge. everywhere. It's pretty gory and pretty awesome. Yeah, it just looks like she was just made of blood, and somebody happened to like fasten skin around like blood. Well, she's also at this um, this old factory that has like blood reserves, and she's sitting mm-hmm. there drinking it all up, ah, and that's like why blade. she has to assassinate her. Yeah, that's assassinate her. She's it's gluttony. It's very good. You know, it's one of the seven deadly sins. It's That's why she's awesome, dead. It's pretty awesome, though. I fully love this. It's. I can't uh, wait to walk, read the rest. Has Alice Cooper come in to play it? He actually comes in the very beginning, and he is the Lord of Nightmare, who, <laughs> like, basically, like... He's, he's still Alice Cooper. He's still Alice Cooper. Like, but in while he sleeps, <laughs> he's... The Lord of Nightmare, and he basically makes sure that all of the demons or whatever um, stay away. And he has like a snake that if he can't beat the monster by just saying his name, the snake will just like squeeze him to death. And it's pretty awesome. That makes me think of the movie Anaconda. A little bit. Which was the first R-rated movie I ever saw in theaters. Nice. Interesting. But it's really awesome. And There you go, Ice Cube. Here's looking at you. <laughs> Ice Cube for life. Oh, yeah. But it's it's written by Tim Seeley. Yeah, we mentioned Jim he's great. Terry. We mentioned Tim Seeley book last week. Yes, yep. we, yeah. he's on point always. And I actually, lurking the mm-hmm. chaos, because I never knew who that was, um, I found out that he wrote, actually, in 2013, six issues of The Chaos, and, like, he really, really wants them to come back, and I fully support him. Guys, Jeanette is so sweet. She has a note card that's, like, filled bit. with the most, like, small font ever. <laughs> it is pretty small. Uh, she's packing that note card with fonts. She's, because I wrote this great. quote that he wrote that what was really it? funny to Let's me. He's like, Evil Erin came out when I was a teenager, when I was looking for something dangerous, scary, and sexy to read, and I loved it. And I thought, like, that's exactly where I am at in life. 
where I'm always trying to find something dark and scary and I'm, and sexy and sexy. Very quick, uh, very quick. Four of you, uh, or and myself. <laughs> um, uh, what was it? Dark and scary and sexy. Yes. Um, when you hear dark and scary and sexy, what do you immediately think of in pop culture or books? Elvira. Okay. Lady Death. I think of Winona Ryder and Bram Stoker's Dracula. I've never seen that. You should check it out because she is like getting hot and heavy with Gary Oldman. And he's like, he's straight up like Dracula. And he's like, no, 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 I can't do this. I I can't do this. Can I vote for Melvire to Gary Oldman? (laughs) Yeah, you can do that. But which Gary Oldman? Come on, man. Dark Knight? I know. I know. It goes without saying. (laughs) Multipass. Come on, man. Multipass. Oh, that guy? Oh, when he starts bleeding chocolate from his forehead inexplicably? Yeah. With his, with his, like, silicone, uh, they shut it <laughs> off again. Oh, They're going to leave us. So, Aristotle, Anyways, what's at, your number one? Wait, at any point, oh, does sorry. Alice Cooper say, welcome to my nightmare? Or, like, feed my Frankenstein? Like he that. hasn't <laughs> quite yet, but he did say about a copyright infringement on Mr. Nice Guy because there's this commercial about sleeping, and at the end they go, become a nice guy by coming to our facility and learning about sleeping well. And he's just like... Hey, and we should talk to our lawyer about copywriting Mr. Nice Guy. And I thought that was hilarious. No more Mr. Mr. Nice, nice Guy. Also, fun fact before we change the subject, uh, Alice Cooper owns a restaurant in <gasps> Phoenix, Arizona yes! called Cooperstown. Fuck, I missed it. They have a giant hot dog. I went to Oh, when I went to so Phoenix, cute. when I went to Phoenix there was a dust storm that blew through yep. and like the announcement came out on my phone cuz I don't know if you got you guys I'm going to say this right now. Arizona sucks. A lot. See, I yes. liked it, but it was nope, a, it was terrible. It was uh, a li- hot. Well, listen, let me defend our listeners from Arizona. Uh, it was a little weird. <laughs> Move out of Arizona. I, I think. I, I think. Love you. I think that um, we're in this age now where it's kind of weird sometimes what comes out of our phone because the the weather like the amble alert. Yeah, the weather alert and everything like that. It was like. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I look, and I was like, dust storm. And I was like, oh, fuck dust off. Storm. There's not going to be a dust storm. And then an actual, like, 1920s Oklahoma yeah. dust storm blew through <laughs> blew through Phoenix. And then when we were in our Airbnb, and then we, we go outside, and just, like, it looks like devastation. Yeah. But to go back to Cooperstown, yeah. I'm trying to work there because the girls, or the waitresses, yeah. wear Alice Cooper makeup. Yes. Mm, I'm yummy. about that. And they serve giant hot dogs. Yeah, they have like huge wieners. This giant hot dog. Speaking of huge wieners and Mr. Nice Guys, Aristotle. <laughs> What's your pick of the week? <laughs> that slap was me and Eddie. Congratulating ourselves. So Tyson Hess's, I think that's how you say his name. Tyson Hess's. We are bad with names. Hesses. Soundboard. We are bad with names. Diesel from Boombox. And Is that Vin's cousin? Dad joke number one. (laughs) I love them. Well, Tyson Hess wrote and did the art for it, coloring by Mariel Cartwright, and oh my god, it's gorgeous. It looks. I love the art. It's very uh, video game. It's video game manga ish. Yeah. Without my glasses, it looks like Scott Young. Is that fair? Uh, Like the playfulness. It is very playful, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Scotty Young. Uh, but, okay, well I'm a piece of shit. Uh, Diesel. <laughs> Diesel is the last name of this character that we meet. Who is a? Uh, I don't remember how old she is exactly. I think she's like 17, going to be 18. And her family. She's not 16, going on 17. No. Okay. Uh, she's 
We don't have the soundbite. She desperately wants to be the captain of like this floating city that they're kind of on. That it's like a, it's a garage, but it's like a docking. I don't know. It's like a floating city. She wants to be the captain. She's too young, but her fam, her father owned it, and so when she turns eighteen, she's gonna. She's gonna. It, the, it be becomes the captain, hers, basically. Not exactly the captain, but it's gonna be hers, and she desperately wants to fire the captain to be the captain. Blah blah blah. I like this. This so sounds she, like she, good female empowerment. Yes. Yeah, she's but then a little sassy. well, not to like say no. Uh, at the end, there's like a some kind of strange storm that they go through, and shit gets crazy. <gasps> this actually sounds like a, a lot like Clockwork Angels, which was a book put out uh, by Boom. Gosh. Uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the creator's a rush that it pulls from that. And, uh, yeah, that sounds a lot like that. Um, and I like that. So I'm definitely w- am intrigued to try this. This is an issue number one. Yes. It's real good. Nice. And is, who put it out? Boombox. And have you said the creators yet? Yes. Okay. I'm glad that I'm on, uh, point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's this of the week. So now we're going on to our ongoing portions yeah. of yes. uh, our reads. Aerosol, since they're already there. Sure. Bitch Planet number five. Finally! Man. When Man, this took forever to come out. Yeah, though. it took a really long time. But and then and when I picked it up, I noticed it's extra thick. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yep. It's, it's a really thick issue. Uh, and I kind of the length of the comic is right is you know regular size. It's the back portion that is. There's a lot of extra. The bitch there's fest. A, there's a lot of junk in the trunk. Yeah, there's a lot in the bitch fest, which is her like her note section slash. Uh, what was it that uh, she went on to say? Oh, those are a lot of like. Yeah. Let's Tarantino it. Let's go back yeah. to what she says in the bitch fest. Uh, it's just kind of talking about her writing it and. I, I skimmed through it. I didn't read the whole bitch fest because we were oh, getting ready dude. for this. But it who, seems like uh, who, they have a bunch of tattoos. Yeah, and the, the next page is a bunch of tattoos that people got of the NC, which is not compliant. Who's the team on this book? Uh, oh, man, I already forgot her name. Kelly Sue DeConnick. Kelly Sue DeConnick. And... Delandro? man. We okay, are bad here we are. Thieves. Kelly Sue DeConnick, Valentine Delandro. Kelly Sue also did Pretty Deadly, which is one of my... Favorite, just if you're looking for something that was only a few issues collected in one book, pretty art. deadly is amazing. Um, it's also sort of got the like praise uh, from BG Brandon Graham, um, who uh, call it like a, a spaghetti manga because it very much is. It's it's uh, it uh, it follows sort of in a weird way both eastern eastern themes and western themes in a very like parallel way which i love uh who has their phone and is speaking into the microphone currently that is you oh it is anyway this issue finally kind of shows them they've they've started up their team for a game that i'm just gonna call football because it's a made-up game okay so they've started up their football team and there shows them fighting the guards and man it's brutal Nice. Yeah. So this sounds a little it's bit a, like longest yard. It's a blood sport almost. Uh, it's absolutely a blood sport. Okay. okay. A very unfair blood sport because they're fighting. They're playing the against the guards. But and it's, they a, pre- have a, it's, hired it's a pretty fantastic book. Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Highly the, recommend. Worth the wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Eddie, what do you have? I sadly don't have another uh, ongoing, but I do have another book that came out this 
week, uh, nice. a new number one put out by uh, American Gothic Press. Uh, shout out to you, famous monsters. Yes. Um, Keep it the, creepy. <laughs> the editor on this book, uh, Miss uh, Holly Interlandi, uh, she actually... <gasps> Wait a minute. I Who's know. That? I know who that person is. She works here. <gasps> she could be the buying manager for Meltdown Comics. She no is. way. But She's awesome. This book is written by Steve Niles and uh, with art by Nat Jones. Uh, if you've ever read 30 Days a Night, you will probably Love enjoy it. this book. Yes. Uh, the art is very reminiscent of that. And Steve Niles' book uh, about vampires uh, is... Once again, another book about vampires. Is it is it in line with Templesmith, or is it just a subject matter that makes it feel like a Thirty Days a Night? So it, looking it at okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But they yeah, don't yeah, even have just Temple vampires. No, no, it's it's not a book just about vampires. So, so the premise of the book is uh, uh, the Earth, um, America specifically, uh, sets off into space to mine the moon for a new resource that we have found up there. So relevant to what we're going to be talking about. Yes. And before we know it, uh, uh, other countries start mining uh, the moon as well. Um, and it, it's not so clear as to who fired first, um, mm-hmm. but they pretty much blow up chunks of the moon. Shot fired. Oh. Um, they pretty much blow up chunks of the moon, which which yeah. messes with the tides. Mm. And uh, once that starts happening, all the creatures of the night, so to speak, start coming out again and are like, okay, well, clearly you've messed up the earth. Yeah. It's time for us to take over. Mm. You messed up the earth, we're going to mess you up. Yeah, no, and yeah. vampires start farming humans. They've as, always as, been like the as, mob. Uh, blood packs. As, and, and they're releasing a lot of pollution to the air to kind of block out the sun. And lately they've Fuckers. been and lately they've been releasing a lot more. John pollution. Banner's a fucking vampire, Dick. <laughs> fucking po- Donald Trump. Political relevance. So uh, they're releasing a lot more pollution into the air, and like the humans that are uh, in the outskirts can't figure out as to why. Yeah. Until you come across a pack of werewolves. Mm. So it, it is safe to assume, and, and that's um, the assumption I'm making, that they're releasing more. Um, just smog into the air in order to try to block out the moon so the werewolves won't be able to transform. God. Oh, um, fuckers. Yeah. Dicks. <laughs> Fucking vampires. Always assholes. Yeah. Like the so, Matrix. So at, at, at the end of this book, <laughs> I mean, um, there was I a girl. I want to hear that theory teased out. There was oh, a girl right, who right. escaped from the uh, the f- one of the facilities where the vampires are using, uh, using them to create uh, pollution. Human? Um, human, yes. Okay. And um, it, it, they, they run into a pack of, of werewolves who seem... To more or less not want uh, there to be conflict between them, they pretty much just kind of want to be left alone, from what okay. it from what it seems. Um, but it's 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 a gorgeous book. Um, it's called Broken Moon. Uh, Steve Niles, Nat Jones, American Gothic Press. Uh, come pick it up. Nice. nice. Earlier you said it's not just about vampires, and I immediately wanted to be immediately wanted to say. It's about a shit ton of vampires. <laughs> it's, about, it's about a crap load of vampires. Spaceballs. Yeah. So? Nice. So my uh, uh, ongoing, uh, I've talked about before, uh, the Star Trek Green Lantern crossover. I feel like I, I just eat IDW every DC, time that, yeah, every, every time that it, it, it comes up, I have to talk about it because I know that there's a good uh, amount of Green Lantern fans and uh, Star Trek fans and, and it has a good reach. And uh, this week was awesome because... Last week, we saw all the good people um, that we know within the Star Trek universe mm-hmm. get their rings and so they, so and, and live with it. 
Uh, so it's not just Green Lantern. They're encompassing the entire spectrum. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so they're talking about this thing called The Last Light, which is uh, never anything that I've heard about in the Green Lantern mythos, yeah. but they're bringing it in and in, in understanding that Ganthet, uh, one of the Guardians, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, knew of The Last Light. And Hal has a knowledge as well, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Uh, Captain Hal Jordan, uh, Space Sector 2814, um, <laughs> knows about Last Light as well. It's like sort of this lost like thing written into um, uh, the ongoing story of the universe. And uh, he was aware of it. And so last issue, number two, uh, we uh, saw all of the, the good people, uh, the good um, tribes of the emotional spectrum, which are love, compassion, yeah. hope, and will. Um, well... No one's gotten a will besides Hal Jordan yet. Okay. But uh, there has been compassion and hope and love. Given so other out. other shipmates, right? On, on and they're the all they're all the people on the ship. Yeah. And then the remaining, the sort of bad end of the spectrum, which is or not bad because uh, essentially the other end of it, right? Yeah, yeah. The other end of the spectrum because essentially when you go up against Necron, who is the ultimate threat in this? Um, oh, so that they're the okay. That's, right, that's who they're the, it's still necessary. We still need rage. We still need greed. We yeah. still need fear. Um, this issue gets into the rings going out to people within the Star Trek universe that um, that that possess those. So we have um, uh, Glocon or Glocon or um, I, I forgive any Trekkie out there. Um, I'm sorry, we are bad with names. Um, he, he looks like the giant uh, shark cop from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, the, the the lizard, but we are bad with names. We are bad with names. And um, so uh, he gets the rage and um, the the red ring, and he uh, meets up with the Atrocitus and says, you know, like, oh, it's it's always a surprise to all these Star Trek people that it's like, oh, like all the deputies, all the people with that are essentially yeah. um, the wielders, the the best at wielding that emotional spectrum are like, let me show you how to do it. So if you're a Star Trek fan, y- these villains that are showing up, they're sort of, um, they're not really... Um, Star Trek this, based? You, no, no, no. The, the Star Trek people need to learn how to wield these rings. So so everyone within the Green Lantern universe is kind of the authority, and it's it's fun to watch these Star Trek people... Struggle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And 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 realize that they have a lot to learn from the There's Green Lantern mythos, um, and so uh, Decius um, of the Romulans ends up with the Orange Lantern ring, uh, which is greed, and he basically kills all the Romulans in the Senate, then turns their um, sort of likeness into one of his uh, uh, greed constructs, which is. Uh, very much what Larflees does. Larflees shows up and says, "You know, um, uh, I I like the way you think, but your plans will be for naught if you don't have one of these." And he's holding an orange lantern. And then Sinestro is just sort of toying with uh, um, the Emperor Chang um, of the Klingon race. Uh, um, and saying like, "That's very cute that you think you can master fear." Uh, but you can't actually do that. And so then uh, we see Trikov with uh, uh, this nice little, like, uh, Blue Lantern, like, Hope jetpack, just sort of, <laughs> like, just, just jetting about um, the, yeah, the, the, the galaxy outside like the that. ship. <laughs> and uh, then Kirk's like, get in here. And then, like, Al's like, eh, just let him do it. And then uh, 
And then uh, Kirk's like, don't undermine my authority ever again. And yeah. then Hal's like, address me as a captain, you piece of shit. Oh, so, like, they're, they're both, they're, yeah, they're both, they're both the captains that, that are, yeah, that Bash are very heads. headstrong. Yeah. Um, and then at the very end, you realize that um, uh, in the universe, in, in the Green Lantern universe, yeah. they were in the middle of this sort of uh, blackest night, brightest day, like, conflict where yeah. Necron is essentially pulling all the dead from the Green Lantern universe to destroy uh, uh, any any wielder of light, yeah. which that's kind of an overwhelming feat. Like, all of the dead versus all the sentient that happen to wield and are worthy to wield, uh, that sucks. Uh, so then you find out once all the wielders are pulled through the universe, you're like, oh, it's good. We were pulled out in the middle of a big battle against Necron. <sighs> we're safe. And then at the very end, you find out, oh, Necron got pulled through too. Oh, so. oh you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> and uh, darkness is the ally of Necron, so... That is my ongoing. Uh, Jeanette, talk to me about your ongoing. Actually, I pulled an Eddie as well, and I didn't grab an ongoing. Pulled an oh, Eddie. That's Eddie. okay. An Eddie. That's all right. Sell those new books. I You're garbage. Another... Oh, she's uh, partial garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty, you know, trashy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. Anyways. Clear the throat. <laughs> Anyways, I pulled number one of Quake, which has the 50 years of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm not too sure. Oh, another one. You did, yeah. you did that one. No, that was me. Oh, I did Mockingbird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, Red Widow. Yes. Yeah. That's right. I'm pretty pretty stoked that Marvel is pulling all these women. Yeah. Out of the... Plus, Quake's coming out in the, in the new uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. She is. Yeah. And she is sassy, and I love her. No, she's fantastic. Basically, she they pulled a Quentin Tarantino, like you mentioned earlier, nice. where they started from the beginning or in the end and started going to the back where she tells the story. Um, she's basically getting interviewed by two agent shields, two shields of agents. Nope, nope. All right, well, you guys. agents of shield. Wait, Wait how, many Asi- how many Asians uh, are there? Too many Asians on too the dance Too many floor. Asians, too many Asians. Aristotle. Garbage. garbage. Uh, I'm such garbage. Anyways. Why are you picking on her? No. The Asians. She's You're right. Anyways. So basically, they. she's basically talking about this... Oh my god, I can't even think. When she goes back and she fights with um, the first team, which a- ends up having to be the the Avengers, mm. and Captain America is the one who asks for her specifically, um, and they inter- infiltrate an AIM um, facility, and she ends up like saving the this woman and the children. To not be like weapons of shield, so they oh, don't. Oh, do they have superpowers? Yes, they do have superpowers. Okay. They look like they're aliens, actually. I'm not too sure uh, huh. what they are. I'm not sure what I'm looking at right now. Well, they don't really explain like what they are. They're just like green little alien things that end up going through um, a teleporter. Um, and end up escaping, and that's why they're like interviewing her. Like, why did you let this happen? Blah blah blah. Oh, why did you let them go? Yeah, why did you let them go? And she kind of just denies it, saying like, 
I didn't let them go. They left before I even got there. And she ends mm. up getting in a little bit of a fight with Iron Man. And Iron Man is true to his like comic book form of being a douche <laughs> in this. Is he a douche or is he a dick? He's definitely a dick. In this yeah, one, they, I think he's a dick. He's, he's a not dick. a douche. In this one, they definitely even call him like the asshole, but they obviously put it in like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Is he a douche, a dick, or an asshole? He's all of the above. Three kinds of people. In okay. I, <laughs> dick and asshole... Yes, but douche, I don't think he's a douche. He's like got some douchey tendencies. Yeah, but douches are like people who are just so confident and they have nothing to back it up, is my assessment of a douche. I suppose so. But so I, then he's definitely, yeah, Tony has stuff to back it he's up. He's definitely an he's asshole. A dick. But so basically, Quake or Daisy, the, she's definitely down to talk sassy back to <laughs> Iron Man, which made me fall in love with her even more because... F Iron Man. <laughs> Careful with your usage of letter. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got too racy uh, right now. So, yeah. but uh, so apparently she's but, confrontational with everyone. Well, mostly with just Iron Man in the end, and she kind of like the entire time she's question questioning Captain America. Like, are you sure you want me to be on the first team? I'm not trained for oh, this. Oh, so this is this is them forming a new Avengers team. Basically, because uh, okay. she's going to be in Avenger, she's in the new Avengers, I believe. Nice, right? The movies or the new book? Uh, the book. I think the book. But uh, also, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. Yeah, I yeah. but um, so basically, at the very end, Cap, Cap, Captain, Captain America, Captain Crunch America. We are bad with names. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep messing up today? That's okay. Uh, it's one of those days. It's hot. You need to go through those. I think that's what it was. Dude, those, Eddie, you hot. messed me up. He just pointed at alcohol. It's just, it's just yeah, really hot. I've, I've been drinking a little bit. But anyways. Today. So basically at the end, he's saying like, I commend you for doing what you did. This is what I basically asked you to be on this mission for. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes we need to not fight. Like we need to know what's better for like for us. And so he's just like, he gives her the keys to the handcuffs and is like, suit up, we're ready for the next mission. And, like, makes me pretty excited because I want to see her back in action. And her quake powers are pretty cool. She hits one of the Inhumans in the stomach, but she's <laughs> aiming for his heart. But since their anatomy, anatomy is different, yeah. he ends up throwing up all over Captain America, which <laughs> is, like, a funny panel, too. But mm. throw up. That's awesome. Uh, in in terms of hero clicks, Quake is one of the messiest, awesome abilities because if you're in a hallway and Quake gets played, it messes stuff up. Eddie, I don't know if you're going to appreciate this, but somebody listening in <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, appreciated what I just said. That's or maybe specific. even Marion, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. How? I have no clue. I'm just saying. <laughs> That uh, is specific. So, moving on to the news. The news. Can we it's the news. Yeah. Can we take a shot before we do the news? I don't have anything to drink with. Yes, you can. You do. This is gone. You took so it. So I already took that. Okay. Yay! To the news. To the news. Yeah. Taking a drink and silence. It's the news. <laughs> because downstairs DJ was played, I think that means that. Eddie and or Jeanette or Aristotle or myself is going to take the lead on this one. So I'm going to take the lead on this one and um, start with the news. Do it. It's the news. Uh, before we get into the topics that we are going to 
extremely disgusting. Um, <sighs> that trailer for Pokemon Go. Oh. I'm so very excited cool. for Pokemon Go, guys. Talk to us about it. Uh, Pokemon Go is going to be this app on your phone uh, coming yes. out 2016 that uh, lets yeah, you travel around the world and uh, capture Pokemon. No way. Uh, you can trade with people. It's it's just uh, so you are doing Pokemon I'm actually really in the world. You. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now, really now okay. Decks. I saw another yeah. thing regarding Pokemon that happened. There's going to be a Pokemon app. Also, was this the one, or is there another yeah. one that's... This is the one that was just... Announced. Nintendo is working okay. on getting their games onto... Apps. App. Uh, which was mobile devices, w- yeah, okay. just their Which was always kind of a thing that was like, n- no. Because they have their handhelds. Why would they yeah, need... Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is big. This is actually really big. Yeah, that, especially that this Nintendo... being one of their, their best-selling uh, handheld things. But based on what... What we've sort of already described, which is you go out into the real world yeah. right. and find Pokemon. It, yeah, it kind of tells you like when you're near one. It, uh, well, it there's a there's a separate say, like, device that you can buy that that goes with it. Yes. Um, that kind of tells you when. Um, so so my question is, um, in the That's examples cool. that they've given um, to you, people who are uh, better read on this than mm-hmm. myself, w- uh, you're saying when there's one nearby. So yeah. is it in a business? Is it in a bus stop? This is what my stop, problem with or... that trailer is. I'm well, excited for it, but, but they you didn't don't know. show they, you. They haven't yet yeah, anything. Okay. The, I mean the the, the way they showed it in the trailer weren't exactly like super real world applications. It's they like in a movie like, where it's like held th- there in was, front of your there face. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I would like them to do da- somewhere down the line, and that's what my first thought was. Uh, like a, one of those, like you know, they have those those um, cardboard or like cutout goggles that you Google can put yeah. on, like the Google, yeah. But have that for your phone, and you can just look around. That'd be crazy, and be awesome. it shows you where the, where it is. Well, see, I feel like there'd have to be some application to it, like that's almost like relevant to what your surrounding is. So, for instance. If you were at a Nicki Minaj concert, yeah. <laughs> you would capture a Jinx yeah. for sure, because oh, sure. Nicki Minaj looks like Jinx. That's well, amazing. you wouldn't. You, you like it's not like oh, ditto on the street. Like that wouldn't make any sense. But if it's like oh, if if like somebody knows like well, what's going on, that would be awesome. They did show Mewtwo in Times Square. Yeah, it seems okay. It, it, it's, I mean, they haven't told you exactly everything that you can That'd do be with it and how they haven't really told you anything. Stuff. First off, yeah. I, I have no... Just like a hype. Just, I, just know that from this teaser, I am extremely excited. I, I have no idea if Agreed. there's internet Mildly. if there's internet connection Mildly. at the top of Mount Everest, but wouldn't it be sick as fuck if That's, Mew was at the top of Mount Everest? That would be amazing. Be that would be Mew. fucking awesome. And, and just being the one awesome. person who's like... Well, I wasn't thinking about climbing my Everest. Be the one person who actually accomplishes the climbing Mount Everest Just and is also a Pokemon yeah. fan. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd that's, be really awesome. That's a that's a pretty interesting cross nice. section of. Uh, so that's okay. So that's, that's, po- that's what is the name of this Pokemon app? Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. It's gonna be both okay. on Android and uh, iPhone. And Good. it's not coming 2016. out till yeah. Or, or iOS. Very nice. I'm very excited. Yes, extremely and excited. What is another uh, part of the news that we have today? What else do we have? Didn't you say you were going to go first? I very well can. Um, so I have a small uh, rant to address. I thought uh, this was going to be. Well, no, this is a tiny news oh. rant. Yes, yeah, this, tiny this news is rant. this oh. is just a tiny news rant. Uh, this isn't anything huge. So this is uh, regarding uh, 
Mr. Steven Spielberg's comics, uh, 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 comments, 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 uh, regarding, uh, superhero films. And, uh, he recently said, um, and, and people are saying predicted, uh, that it's going to go the way of the Western, uh, Westerns were the staple of cinema for a very long time. There was so many of you them. You can't go they, wrong they, without Clint, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Oh my lord! And now we right. have a million ways to die in the West. Yes. Yeah, and and uh, and so the po- the point that he was making was, but isn't that so? I mean, there were so many that were made in such a kind of short amount of time relative to how long uh, film has been around. Um, that they they were big and then they went away and then and, just everyone got tired of them. Yeah, and but, I mean that's that's. But what about Wild Wild West? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel oh, like yeah, I use that as the example. <laughs> I think You're Toy right. Story kind of gave us the the reasoning is that people stopped caring about cowboys and started caring about astronauts. Yeah, that's very. True. I mean, everyone that is actually no, that is sure. actually very that interesting. Is, yeah, uh, it's a good uh, analogy. The the. The pace of of of, of a western of is everything so at that slow. point in time, I feel, was was very heading towards like looking to the stars and 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 wanting to explore space. Right. So that became something that was more interesting to me. Yeah. Not not so much dwelling on like. Well, when you it's stop been and time. when you and yeah. when you stop and think about it from uh, a filmmaking standpoint, um, sort of in the sixties and seventies when these were being made. Um, you could go the Star Wars route and try and think of like, how am I going to pull off all these VFX? Or you could just be a badass, go out in the middle of Utah, in the middle of wherever Universal Studios, and film, which <laughs> didn't have, uh, they didn't have a, a, a sort of um, restrictions against it because it's the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm. Um, that's why the the Western was you know so big. Um, it, but this is this is getting a little. A little off topic because I'm. I want to focus more on what he's saying, which is uh, is yes. And a, another term has surfaced, which is called superhero fatigue. fatigue. And I I want to use this time to say that I think that's a load of bullshit. I, I disagree. I I know. <laughs> I'm just saying I disagree. I um, I I want to. He- I really do want to hear your thought because I want sort of contrasting right. opinions. Derek, but, opinion. Yes. Go. My my thought is this. To be, I, I feel like so many people want to be the first to say, like, oh, I'm just so tired of superhero movies. They want to be the first to say it because they know that ultimately no genre has, like, stayed a permanent staple of film with the exception of maybe, like, period piece drama. Like, that's remained for quite a while. What about monster movies? Rom-coms. There's always going to be monster mm, movies. There's always rom-coms. Uh, rom-coms surfaced recently. How much, how long before, how much longer before there's rom-com fatigue? <laughs> you know what I mean? Forever. I, I feel like it chicks takes... will always, always be down and like their guys will yeah, be but, down because but, it's funny. But let's, let's okay, I, I don't so, think this is, I don't think this is always. unfair, yeah, but, but we're more moving into a territory where women are, are saying like, why do I need that to be... My reality, where I'm like why, pining why is that over the only a guy. Thing that's marketed towards me. So I do think that there's probably going to be rom com fatigue too, and I don't think I'm brilliant for saying that because I don't think it's brilliant to say that there's fatigue regarding any film. Well, just like genre. A, a song that plays constantly over and over on the radio, you're gonna get tired of it. Yeah, you, you're you're, you're gonna, gonna want to move on to the next thing, but you can revisit exactly, that whenever. That's exactly how I felt about uh, Green Day's um, American Idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could not listen to it for like the longest time I, uh, because of that. And then I listened to it the other day, and I was like, "Oh, 
I forgot about this song. Yeah, this was good. Yeah. But what I don't, <laughs> okay, what Air what I what I think what I think could be said about Mr. Spielberg's canon work is, uh, you know, I just have a lot of alien fatigue because he, with the exception of Lincoln, unless somebody has managed to tease out that fan theory, um, has inserted aliens into so much of his work of the past like few decades. Aliens. Did, did but I feel say, like that will never get old. Did he say? Like, did he give a, like, this is going to be the new thing, or he just said, this is going to get tired? Because I can imagine that Steven Spielberg is desperately, because you said no other film uh, category has, like, lasted this long. Uh, and I thought, science fiction's been going on for well, a no, long time. I didn't, but, say, uh, and I didn't say that. In fact, uh, I would argue that well, it's, it's still, it's, what's, what, I mean, what's, I think it's in decline, I, and no, no, he no, is but, someone but, that mean, would want it to so, be. So, okay, so, so okay, 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 okay. <laughs> let's, let's. Let's ask this question. Yeah. What is the difference between saying something like science fiction and saying like superhero movies? So science fiction would right. be like a broader blanket of just everything mm. under that. And then More superheroes like would be like a core like genre. Uh, I, I think I think superhero film, even though some of it can tie into sort of what 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 it, it it's going it to offer mean, it's going to offer bits and pieces of what could be for some future of ours but science fiction is almost always meant to paint a possibility of what our future, future is. is but then yeah. also there's always been superhero movies they're just not as been mainstream been like it's just been so much bigger and yeah. so much hyped that i feel like that's why there's this fatigue in there like even me like i've gotten so tired of seeing it on tv on movies mm-hmm. in comic books that i steered more towards darker comic books now because i just see it everywhere else here's my question when did we feel like we were being bombarded not like the earliest point with like yes, yeah. like because because what I m- here's my thought when Marvel started I, putting out their timelines when Marvel sp- started putting definitely out oh timeline. when they put out that timeline of like everything that's coming out it's yeah. just so every all these, year because what Marvel has like a, what there's like Til- they have like a six year plan 2019 or yeah. yeah and that's a lot of movies who's to yeah. say you don't get tired of those Marvel movies yeah. by the mid of the yeah. middle of I it. can remember when quote unquote Phase Two was announced yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was like, wow, you're really assuming that I'm going to want to sit to those movies. And that was sort of, that's Marvel's approach, is they keep a poker face. What what superhero movies came out this year? Ant-Man. Ant-Man came out. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Did Man of of Steel was last year, No, no. No, Man of Steel was not last year. It was 2013. Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't this year. Not this year. Yeah. That's that's Oh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. So those Age three, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there was more. Do you want to know what next year is? Yeah. Deadpool? I, February 12th, I, Deadpool. Yep. March 25th, these. Batman, Superman, Dawn, uh, Dawn of Justice. Gonna May 6th, kill Captain it. America, Civil War. May 27th, X-Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 5th, Suicide Squad. October 7th, Gambit. Uh, and then finally, That's not happening. We're just Gambit's s- not happening. And then finally, November... And then it's finally, November 4th, Doctor Strange. There are so that many is one, coming two, out three, this year. That is one, two, three, four, five, is, six, seven. That's is seven Gambit years. Fox? Yes. But dude, you guys fucking Fox like don't. don't. Oh that's, my god, that's a whole other thing. Gonna, but dude. but yeah, I mean, even even if Gambit was in it, that's six superhero no. movies coming out. Yeah, but, that's a lot. But 
That's that also is assuming we're gonna, you're going to go see saying, them all because not everyone has to go see them all, and it's a pretty diverse lineup of I'm, like I'm going to go see them all. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Who, who are we kidding? Who, look, look at me. Well, who I, are we kidding? Yeah. But you don't, don't even put in its account. Put into account of all the television shows. There's Daredevil. Uh, there's uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah. There's Car- Agent Carter. There's here's here's what I'll say. Arrow. Arrow. Uh, Flash. They're making a new animated show that's Vixen. Yeah, Vixen to tie in like, with Arrow and. Yeah. So we we like it because we are interested in those characters <laughs> pre-existing. We are. Uh, would you say because comic initiated? Oh. We are indeed initiated, and I will talk along enough for. I like I, in my mind, I was setting up nerds. Losers, wieners. Yeah, wieners. Well, yeah, like big wieners. We are initiated. We're initiated. I don't know, man, Nerdy dude. Thing. But back in the day, we're not loser thing. Did you now? Did you see how many movies coming out? We're, well, that's not a thing anymore. What I would not say. So this rant doesn't. We have taken over. <laughs> so this this rant doesn't uh, absorb yes. too much time. Um, is that I think when Hollywood says we're gonna do this, it will make money. People will see it. They'll form opinions on it, good or bad. That's not a bad thing. What needs to happen is other films need to be made that are original, that are yes. doing other things. You can't blame well, pre-existing I, there, material there okay, I, I, being I will, developed. I will, I will say this. On Let's, honestly, yeah. most of the attention that's yeah. been given uh, in movies has yeah. been, uh, the, the light has been shed on mostly superhero movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, that is not to say that original content isn't being created or is out there. Yeah. Uh, last uh, this year There's alone, we, hit, we had yeah, Turbo Kid just came out, mm-hmm. uh, looks so which good. I haven't had a chance to see yet, but it looks really fantastic. It looks like yeah. Mad yeah, Max yeah, set in a playground with a with a little with bit younger a ton characters. of eighties like nostalgia. Yes. Y'all see uh, Kings of Summer because that shit was fantastic. I have not seen it's Kings so of Summer. Good. What is that about? It's oh, all of our favorite comedians are in it. Kumail's in it. Tom, uh, really? Uh, what's the name? Thomas Middleditch is in it. Mm. Mary Lynn Rash, Rashkub, uh, Nick Offerman. Not just that. It follows came out this year, which it is follows. a fantastic, yes. which yep. is a fantastic so film. Scary. And uh, it, it's it's simple to break down that film as like right. oh, it's like the STD horror film, <laughs> uh, but it's really mostly about. You coming to terms with yeah. your mortality? Ex like, Machina and, came out. Ex Machina, oh, amazing. So, uh, so there are are movies that are right. They're out just there. not getting as much of light. Yeah, which honestly, well, if if you really want to look for this stuff and you're really tired of like superhero stuff, then there's stuff out there. You just have to look. Yes, yeah, Steven yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, the fuck up. <laughs> no, what but, do you know about movies? Snap. Yeah. But Shot. I will say, I still, I'm still. Shots fired. Uh, 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 say it again. Say it again. Oh, shot, shots fired. No, no, no. Before that. Oh, what do you know about movies? Shots uh, fired. But I still stand behind that. Like he's probably like a really right. wanting a comeback for like strong science fiction, <laughs> like Interstellar. Interstellar is a great example. Yeah. Of what he probably wants. From yeah. Us, from yeah. Future. So, and so I'm right. not. I'm not opposed great. to. It's okay. I'm I, I'm not opposed to like other films like yeah. I I watch so many movies to say that there's superhero fatigue. Well, I, it's, it's not it's it's not my place to be like no across the board that's not happening. But I don't think it takes it takes anyone brilliant to say it to no, just no, no, put no. it but out it's, there. It's, it's the same thing as as when we uh, I mean we and we probably hear this in the store more than anyone. Um, yeah. uh, when people come in and they're like. 
uh, another event and another and people, crossover, and, yeah, another, or, or yeah, another yeah. another thing. And people yeah. people do get event fatigue because it's it's heavy on the wallet. It's it's and it right. and usually it's it's them trying to rectify blank thing or launch blank other thing and. That's fine and all. It's just... I think it's just a little bit of, like, you have to fish through all of these things to find things that you actually cool. like. Yeah. It's it's like the people who, like, don't necessarily corely just read Marvel or just read DC, but they also now and then read uh, indie like comics. Dark Horse or... Yeah, or Dark Horse. Or, 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 and then sometimes you even... You, yeah, you, get, you get commentary on the fact that there is a lot of superhero films out there yeah. uh, in Birdman. You know what I mean? Exactly. Birdman oh, was original, oh, definitely, and it was a commentary on it. So, which was amazing. to say so to say that there's the fatigue. I felt almost like it was Birdman itself wasn't just just a commentary on superhero films, more like commentary on like Hollywood. It's Hollywood and yeah. superheroes with yeah. the yeah. way it yeah. treats it because that's really talent all that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it it took some shots at superhero films. It, no, it mentions yeah, Robert definitely. Downey Jr. and Iron Man and yeah. like shit like that. And no, but the whole a, movie's called Birdman, so but, it's essentially. But, but, but like to the core of it, I, I felt like it was it was more of the way that Hollywood treats its right. talents, and and, and once yeah. once it feels that they're done, like yeah. they're done. Yeah, yeah. To, and and trying yeah. to expand yourself into any other medium. You so like listeners almost. at home, it, it we want to hear your thoughts. We want to we want to know if if superhero fatigue. Is is is, is yes. a thing, and if it is a thing, what are your thoughts on it? Do you do are you, you tired? Are, of superhero are you movies? tired of it, or do you Not feel like this movie. is just someone asserting this and sort of trying to, I don't know, curb your enthusiasm? Um, uh, I mean, it's not didn't like- mean to make that, but I yeah, I went there. Um, <laughs> and and let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what your thoughts are. The, so, that was that was uh, tweeted us not at, so quick uh, rant. That was not such <laughs> no. a quick rant, but no, no, it well, leads I mean, into sort of discussion like that that him. that we're gonna have. Um, this oh. is a fr- a friend of mine called Amand, uh, named Amand. Um, he and I had a very interesting discussion. You heard half of maybe, which is talking about uh, when we were talking about AI. Oh, okay, and talking about the future, basically of the human race. Um, I I think it's safe to say that the four of us are not necessarily qualified to. I am neither a scientist nor do I have an engineering degree. Right? I'm a scientist, or do I? Uh, right. But as but we're, we all, as we, are, we all scared about the Skynet though, <laughs> or the Matrix? That's well, like are we all scared about the Matrix though? Earlier, in, when you were talking about your book. Yeah. Uh, Broken Moon. Yeah, I said like the Matrix, and yeah. there's if you watch the anime. Well, it's funny because I was well when I was reading Broken Moon, uh, there was a lot of like so many things that, I, I mean, it, they were subtle but on the no subtle where they're like oh, and then like the like vampires, and I was like the vampires are like clearly supposed to be like corporations. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like Nosferatu. No, I mean like, they look like Nosferatu. Like, yeah. It's yeah. funny because they're corporations in American Vampire. They're the English, yeah, and uh, this sort of like old world, like don't, yeah, d- yeah, don't and it's, fuck it's, with what we've established but that's, for centuries. That's always, that's always been the thing with monsters, though. Monsters, especially horror. Um, also, uh, we have ended. Uh, we have stopped doing the news. This is our yeah, nerding out section. This is the nerd out. We are nerding out, uh, and today's nerd out. Uh, we are just gonna go on a rant about uh. 
the future, the future of, of, of the of human race. Uh, the way the way that we feel me. that technology and uh, society is um, progressing and, and what direction it's heading. Specifically two sort of like thoughts on which which are we're seriously making strides towards one in the field of AI, one in the concept of colonization. Yes. Um, recently uh, in the news, um, both in the news and on Stephen Colbert's show, which he debuted, uh, he had Elon Musk on, Ooh. and uh, Elon Musk by by uh, many He's people's yeah he w- w- <laughs> yes he would say that, but this is a very interesting thing that he said recently on 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 uh, he was on, two on the late show. Of the uh, yeah. He he basically said um, that if we're going to colonize on Mars, yeah. that uh, Mars needs to. Mars needs to heat up. Yeah. It needs to heat up. So there's two ways in which we can do it. We can just start, start heating up uh, through through our own sort of carbon emissions, the way yeah. we almost are now on our own Earth. Uh, and that And that would take... Yeah, well, we are. Uh, that would take many years to do so. So when he was asked, what would we do uh, in, a, in a quicker fashion to make... Uh, Mars hot, hot enough, yeah. he suggested detonating thermonuclear devices on the poles of Mars. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on that? That'd be really cool to see. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, from a spectacle standpoint. <laughs> in all honesty, uh, I don't think that uh, in in any of our lifetimes we will see a, a point absolutely not uh, where. Um, Mars itself will be a viable colony. Hmm. Um, not to say that Musk isn't a man with with quite a bit of vision. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone's getting a jar, for, uh, a head in the jar, it's going to be him. Yeah, he's 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 yeah. brilliant. Um, but Futurama underneath the thing. Disneyland the thing with a lot of this stuff is, is is having to <laughs> get everyone else on board with you. Yeah, and there's. I a, mean, we're already having a lot of trouble getting everyone off board for Donald Trump. Uh, the, I mean, <laughs> yeah. not, not, not just to mention, that, but like not so long ago, the, uh, I mean, the the rover's been been out there for for a little mm-hmm. while. And yeah, one some some of the images that it sent back was uh, <sighs> a ghost. Uh, like what people are assuming is is like a sign of life out there, and and it's like this very small like uh, uh what almost looks like a woman. On the side of this, like, oh, cliff. The, ch- the ghost. The yeah, ghost lady. And, and it's like, come on, really? Like, I, I'm completely ignorant to this, so can you... So the the, the rover that they have yeah. uh, at out there at the moment sent back some images um, of what appears to be this, this uh, as I guess Aristotle would put it, like a, a ghost woman on the side of Mars and... and People are are saying that oh that's like that's a sign of life that's that's and it's but is it like a man in the moon like what do you mean on the side of Mars Uh, it's a it's it's like a small like little like uh, on almost like the side of a cliff it's a shadow that looked like a woman didn't they end up saying that it was like a rock though yeah which is probably what it would be and and it's Uh it's I feel like a lot of the times with things like that it's it's people's not imagination it's just i think people want to to have that people want to to believe yeah Mm -hmm. um to to quote the uh to quote the x-files um yeah i mean it's it's it would be Mm -hmm. 
I would love it if if tomorrow we discovered that there was more than just us here in this universe, and right. and, and yeah. it wasn't so so lonely. Um, but lonely. so uh, theoretical. What if we what if we discovered there is life on Mars? But this this I, sort of plan was already being it, beginning to roll out I, to I, detonate thermonuclear devices in the poles. I don't think that there's life on Mars. But who's say to now. say who's to say it's not life if, like human being life? Mm-hmm. Who's to say it's not like different microbes. particles or yeah? Here's, here's the thing, mm-hmm. and here's the thing that 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 that, that bugs me about the life on Mars things. Um, they never tell a, us. Everyone everyone likes to think that life on Mars is a thing. But I feel like that's thinking on such a small scale. Yeah, there's uh, a there's, massive there's, universe yeah. out there. Life on there's Jupiter. Not, there's not if that's a massive universe. Anymore. There's there's multiple universes. We're we're part of a bigger. Uh, the multiverse. No, <laughs> not not that. No, Why is that all, being laughed? According to Futurama, <laughs> there's only one other universe where we're all cowboys. No, I mean like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's there's our universe, and outside of that, there's there's a cluster of another universe next to us, and then outside of that, there's another cluster. We. Are you talking about galaxies or the universe? Uh, galaxies, but I mean, okay, no, yeah. I mean, it's just because Mars is so close to us that we want to believe that there's like a neighboring like yes, and it's race it's, it's by very us. sweet, but it's just impprecticable. It's yeah. impractical. I mean, who's to say the they don't live underground? The and they're for like what, mold what, people. The conditions for what needed to happen here for life to 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 have occurred are so astronomically impossible yeah that it's 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 amazing that we're even here being able to now. do talk about this yeah jerk off on these microphones yeah pretty much <laughs> uh that it's 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 just it's it's hard for me to believe that there's there's something else we're all just garbage in, in this galaxy specifically yeah i think to what to what more. to what reach our technology can 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 get to um, uh my my thought is um I think we could definitely colonize on on Mars. Uh, <laughs> if, if, yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm I, moving I, 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 I went on a completely. Oh no, no, it's okay. I, I like well, I, I like all this. You went on. If 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 mm-hmm. we're talking about colonizing Mars, I yeah. would love it. I, I would yeah. love it if it's if we started I'd, tomorrow and we just went and and put all our funds into doing that and yeah. and come by then. I think who would be I, the I, president I of Mars though? That's that is the question that I have. Uh, these I, nuts. If. Elon Musk. If we were talking about Adventure Time, it would be Abraham fucking Lincoln. Um, (laughs) But the space program being what it is right now, um, and and the the, the amount of funding that that it has right now, it's Mm -hmm. nothing. It's it's nothing. It's very sad. It's and and that's that's just the state that are. Well, and we talk we talk about SpaceX. He's 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 throwing out there that oh, if we just detonate thermonuclear devices, Uh, that's great. You you can't get a rocket off the ground. Yeah. Well, don't talk about. Listen, I like I like Elon Musk. Yeah, I like yeah. Tesla. I really want a Tesla really bad. Me too. We Me haven't too. gotten that rocket off the ground. Tesla, send us call. You know what I mean? Please, I love you. We have the, not gotten the we have not gotten a SpaceX of, rocket. The things, that the things about that is is it's we have NASA, mm-hmm. right? and they've That's, even gone bankrupt. Yes, uh, and and NASA Garbage. has no money. Oh man, NASA. NASA has no money for anything because that's the first thing we think about cutting. Not it's never the military. It's always uh, like it's always right. Na- it's always NASA and education. Those are the two main things that when it's like, well, we need to cut expenditure. It's like Arts. there, there, and there, and it's 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 a shame. And it's a shame. Um, and the rest of the world is laughing at us. 
Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Nobody, nobody, nobody else has like a, a, a because we are qualifying space program as we do dumbasses. Um, it, it's mean, just I'm just kidding. Yeah. It, it's just we... I wish I wish there was one centralized unit of of like space, kind of like a, a almost like a space UN yeah. and a a space Avengers. Oh, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. or Justice League. Yeah, thank you yeah. for that. You're that, was, that was for me. Yeah, yeah. Like a space UN where we're just all the countries kind of just right. pulled all like their resources into that. I mean, not all, the, but most uh, of the resources a into Pacific that. Pacific Rimming for space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would a be Pacific amazing. Pacific job for race. <laughs> Which would be so beneficial because I feel like we would definitely get a lot more done. Get so much shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so but, that, yeah. That's, that's, what I, that's what I had in, in terms of... Um, uh, uh, colonizing is that I believe it can be done. I think it's going to take a lot of time. I think uh, eventually we have to. But I, I had this interesting thought about, um, and I think it's because I'm such a Green Lantern fan. Yeah. Um, that uh, uh, we, there is a, a Green Lantern, a part of the core named Mogo. Yeah. And Mogo is the a, living planet. Is a living planet. Oh. Um, and basically, he is the wisest. Of of all of the lanterns, I don't know if uh, also I, the most powerful. The most powerful, he can he's a he giant, can mess you up. He's, he's a, a giant planet, planet with a, a green planet. lantern ring and uh, around it. Yeah, how does um, it? Oh, around, uh, like so Saturn. You, well, no, no, no. So so the ring uh, goes onto a stalactite uh, on on him, and, <laughs> and yeah, and and. <laughs> And, it, then, and then pretty much his atmosphere looks like a yeah. Think of it like an eight ball with a Green Lantern logo. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, so it's so really neat. So this has always been kind of my basis of of thinking about a planet. You know what I mean? It's it's sentient. Yeah. It knows things. Um, there's been some articles that I've read that have talked about trees having more senses than us, almost if not um, like double digits worth of senses. Well, yeah. even like animals these, these, too. These senses, yeah, that well, that we we don't like we that. don't understand. We I, we wouldn't even be able. Seen, like, it's like it's like talking about a sixth sense. So we're we're talking about sixth sense, uh, a, a tie to supernatural world. Think of how many other senses there could be. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, what I mean? It's, we it's, we can't even fathom. Like, I don't know if that. you've seen like the studies when they they like play certain types of music around plants mm-hmm. and like see their yeah. their growth patterns like right. based on on their response to to that. water also responds to yeah. different. To different surroundings and things like that. So, so my understanding of the planet. Yes, but I mean, I'm, this is like a, a, more than just water responding. To that it, it's just it's the way they grow. Uh-huh. They they end up like the, their formations they make like based on like where they're at and things around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. their like, surroundings. It's like a sixth grade experiment. Of yeah, like almost. how fast your plant can grow listening to classical music or listening to rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah. So so my understanding is um our earth yes. is if we thought of it like a body, like the human um the human body. Um plants uh, are on the surface, trees are on the surface and they've been around for a very long time. Our yeah. uh we went from this molten thing to something that had water, to that had plants. So they're older, really, than than the earliest tadpole, the yes. earliest water bear, uh, basically. Um, if we, if we, th- if we then, if we, I have no clue about that. But if we, if we think about those, could be uh, trilobites. Those could be like ancestors of that. Right. But if we think of the things as we now consider sentient, hmm. 
things that that are that are within the animal kingdom, not not flora but fauna. If we think about that, they're actually newer. So so they're a newer development. There's there's almost an, a necessity to them in in that they eat things and their waste creates more for the earth so that trees can grow more in abundance because we have this thing that's enriching the earth. Um, and giving so, out oxygen. So, so there's a necessity to uh, fauna, to living things, because they're, they're helping the flora out. So that's, that's one way in which that they could have developed. So basically, we come into the mix... As this in fuck everything, everything up. Yeah. as fuck everything up, <laughs> right. potentially hey, nice. it's mine now. Yeah, but we rule all. But everything the light touches is mine. What we could Bye. do as a human race is actually be the thing that we're supposed to be, which is an awareness yeah. to it all, understanding. Whoa, we're messing the planet up. So we should all just be Aristotle. Take, take and an be action. Vegan. Take He's, an action and and right. do it. But that's that's our awareness. And as it stands right now, we're creating technology, we're creating tools to better our life. Yeah. Yeah. Which lays way to AI, which is, is and this is me reaching. This but, is me reaching so here. here, this, here here's this the, is, so here's the thing I mean and going back to the thing we were talking mm-hmm. about the terraforming. Yeah. That seems to be the solution for everyone. I feel like everyone's come to this consensus of, like, it's too far gone. There's no fixing this. Like, we need to go somewhere else and, like, start over. I um, think, which is sucky. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm we going, already I'm going to... one planet. No. Why would no, we no, destroy no, no. another? No, I'm going to squash that right away. It's okay. very important that we understand it's, it's not too late. There's been some terrible damage done to this Earth. Definitely. But it's not too late. Like, that attitude... Is what's going to solidify it? You know what I mean? It's See, it's 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 it really it's, is. It's it's, not it's, it's too something late we need to science understand. Terms like like when scientists say like it's too late for a planet, they usually mean like so without a couple thousand years down the line, like we're gonna be really fucked. Um, which our in science terms mm-hmm. sounds like tomorrow. Yeah. To mm-hmm. people who understand that. Yeah. But to the common everyday person, it usually right. sounds like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. That like, right, it's not going to be my problem. But that's it happens to my but children's that's, children. Yeah. That's the yeah, attitude, children's 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 that's the attitude that needs children. to be rid. So, like, for instance, I, I don't feel this way often. And yeah. this is not – I'm not proud that I, I, I came to this uh, conclusion. But this is, this is something that I honestly feel. Singularity. Is is well no singularity. Uh, we started to go down the AI path that we just I just can't get to it. I want to get this out because um, it's important. We're talking about this sort of socio um, political uh, climate right now. The CEO or the former CEO now chairman of uh, Nestle came out and said that water is not a human right. He said that water is not. A human right to us. What did he mean by that? That he meant exactly what he said. He said it as boldly as he did. Hmm. He didn't go on to explain it and say, well, what I meant is really is like we have to ration. That's that's not what he meant. It's just that. He's saying it should be privatized. Oh. But we need it to survive. Which, which, which I know exactly what he means. Our technology is at a capacity where we can water mine. Yeah. We can water mine. We can take water. 
and w- now it's getting to the point where, um, for instance, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, um, it's Dean Kamen, the, nice the, inventor, from, from the inventor of the Segway, has developed a Sterling engine that you can put uh, uh, the 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 um, water. You can take. You can put a device into the water. It'll extract the water and it'll essentially evaporate it and condense it into perfectly distilled water. That's what we have the capacity to do right now. If we can do that, then any contaminated water source becomes clean water, which seems like a good thing. But if we have these devices that can take just water from anywhere, that means we can store it anywhere. That means it's not getting out. So water could be mined and kept and stored yeah. and privatized. It could. So we, not to not to paint such a scary well, picture. Funny, that's that's, but that's a lot of the plot of, uh, I mean, well, not We stand on guard. We stand on guard where yeah. they, they supposedly, the, the whole thing was, was plotted so, so America could attack uh, Canada for its water research. L.A. is in the middle of a water crisis right now. Yeah. California. California, California is, is in the, the middle, middle of a water, a water crisis. crisis right now. Where even you, El Nino you, can't even save us. You can say you can say that that since, since the water crisis mm-hmm. has started, uh, community <laughs> better off to do communities mm-hmm. uh, who think they know better about. Uh, how water is used and dispensed uh uh their their water use has gone from uh years a couple of years ago being 12% to now being like 16% oh mm-hmm. wow um so, and that's that's after they've announced like hey we have this crisis we got to cut back hey yeah. we got this crisis we got to cut back like mm-hmm. hey everyone needs to pitch in and stop like using their water improperly right um and, and they just this this flipping disregard for for any of that yeah. and and just like no, it's fine. We'll just water. I will say when every I when, day. when I yeah. moved out here, uh, y- y- there's a number of people that I've seen out here that water their driveway to get shit off their driveway. I was like, what the fuck? Like I come from a place where there's an abundance of water, and I still broom my driveway. Yeah. Like why are you watering your driveway? Why are you why are you using water to get rid of shit? Because and and see that's that's the other thing. That, that's exactly what I meant prior yeah. to this. Is just that everyone has this mentality of like. It's fine. I can do this. Yeah. Um. It my the amount that I do won't matter in the end. But it's you and like eighty other people that are have this mentality that like what I do won't matter in the end. Right. That t- adds up. It ends. It, it ends, does. It ends yes. up adding up. It does. Having, especially having the when there's somebody of, like what I do. Won't especially matter. when there's somebody saying that water is not a human right. Yeah. And it needs to be privatized. Like I don't. I don't think the thoughts of like this person should be shot dead in the street often. Yeah, but it's like this but, is this, that's you, that's I mean, truly villainous to say. It, it is like but, even but if it's a you, hyperbole in my mind, and I would never actually it, like it is, exact want, that mean, sort I of mean, action I on him. I don't. I don't know exactly where he's coming from but it's, with that. But my mentality with saying that is yeah. Well, people don't know how to manage their own like water system, so clearly they need someone else to do it for them. Can I bring up something? But that's really a quick? very yes. dangerous like what about, road to go down. What about Gwenpool? We never got to Gwenpool. Oh, we never got to Gwenpool. Uh, uh, going. For, uh, final thoughts on this. Final thoughts. Sorry. Final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Quick final thoughts. Fuck Nestle. Fuck Nestle. <laughs> any way that you can fuck Nestle. Um, don't eat cookies. Don't don't agree to nuking Mars just yet. Yes, but they came and gave us so much chocolate milk. <laughs> they also give us water. Yeah, like the water bottle Arrowhead, I believe. Yeah, 
Is Nestle? I don't think that's true. I think they have their own. I think that brand. Nestle. I th- yeah, I think Arrowhead is its own thing. That's why it's so cheap. But is it Nestle? I think they have their own brand. But my. It's the blue label. Nestle. Oh, Nestle it is. Waters okay. Arizona is Nestle. That well, that water oh. tastes so chocolatey. Yes, so yeah. chocolatey. So chocolatey. Chocolate Anyways, wasted. final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, final uh, final thoughts. Fuck Nestle. Fuck Nestle. Um, don't nuke us don't don't nuke Mars. Mars. Um, Elon gonna, Elon gonna, Musk is, is still is still a cool guy. Just like I'm I'm really you're gonna need to unpack that like understanding of nuking Mars. Uh, nuke I want to I, I want to see Mars colonized, but just do it in a way that's that's kind. Or we can pull a, a scene um, on that Disney movie and fi- and figure out stuff here at home think, first think, before we think about expanding. Figure stuff out here. I think with the the thing with nuking the the, the planet, um, I'm fine with mm-hmm. um, because uh, him being such a person that, that's such a forward thinker. I think his thought is that we nuke the planet, and by the time that it's ready for blank thing, or that we are at a technological point where we can uh, yeah. do blank thing, yeah, the radiation that would be there would just be gone by then. I've yes. I've never heard of a nuke helping. Yeah. So I I well, don't think that I, think you're, I don't you're thinking of a yeah. nuke the, in, a, in whoa, negative connotation. But listen, final the closest hang on, hang on, the closest planet to us that could possibly be us colonizing, and we want to nuke this thing. It's stupid. That's it's that's not, not a good idea. Like if we fuck that up, what's our other option? Here's my final thought. Yeah, which is gonna end this. Yeah, because no matter how much you want to save it. We colonize on Mars. Yeah, the sun is still gonna explode. It's gonna destroy our little galaxy. Yeah, the universe is expanding. Yes, it's not even like tomorrow. The universe is expanding, and at some point, keep going. All the planets and stars will be so far away we won't be able to see them, and the universe will continue expanding until it collapses on itself, and then there is nothing. So don't worry. And from from nothing, there is something. Okay. Okay, Spider- but, no, no, no. But last no, thing, no, no, no. but you no, know no, no. what would you still exist? Melcast 3.0. You had yours. You had yours. Yeah, Melcast 3.0 will we'll live forever. It yeah, it'll be it the will. cockroach of the universe. Along with every other radio wave it's gonna be forever. In the universe. Forever cockroach. All right. Oh, spider. Er, oh, Gwenpool. Gwenpool. Please. Hey guys, have you heard about Gwenpool? <laughs> no, I haven't. Please explain, Eddie. I'm I, sure it's going to be just as lofty as what we just talked about. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Different podcasts. Uh, guys, uh, Gwenpool, tell me about Gwenpool. Yeah, Aristotle. Uh, you too. Gwenpool was kind of, not featured, but like on the side of a Chris Bacchalo cover, right? So, yes. Well, uh, no, because that's, that's, that's where I believe her origin is. And then people went nuts for it. It was like, like on a variant cover, and right? a variant, yeah, on a variant cover, just like something that was an idea that was thrown out there. Oh right yeah, because they like, had that. They had that month. Uh, so they they had uh, last month or the month before, they had uh, uh, Gwen Stacy covers. Uh, Marvel's been doing these themed covers, same as DC has uh, for variants. And one of the months it was just just all Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Mm. They had the Spider Gwen. They had like the Venom Spider Gwen. They had Spider Gwen twenty ninety nine. And for the Deadpool issue, instead of doing another Spider Gwen, they just decided to do a Gwenpool, Gwenpool. and they did a Gwen like uh, uh, Gwen uh. Stacy Wolverine. They did a Gwen Stacy, but Deadpool being the 
awesome uh, comic giant <laughs> that it is, uh, and having the fan base that it has, uh, and now having a character that is, uh, I mean, they already have uh, uh, Lady Deadpool, so I mean, they already had a female, <laughs> but combining that with the thing that has become uh, Spider-Gwen, uh, it has turned into a, a, a giant, giant giant thing. A cosplay dream fantasy. Yes. And now she's getting her own story in the nice back shot. of Howard the Duck number one, which has increased the, the price of Howard the Duck number one by one dollar. Oh, so be uh, a good you're getting, one. You're getting, getting extra pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. But hey, then, I'm going to say this from the speculator market. Uh, Howard the Duck number one is going to probably sell really quick. Yeah, because it's... Due to the fact that Gwenpool's in it. Get your pull list. And it's yeah, already put it really on your great. pull list. Uh, Howard the Duck's great. Uh, I don't know why they need to renumber it. Uh, because of Secret Wars. They did, I just read the last issue, too, and they're like, thanks. Um, uh, oh, my God. I'm forgetting his name already. Oh, my God. I suck his dick every episode. Uh, Hickman? Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. Thanks, Hickman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the Preacher uh, poster came out. Yeah. yeah. We got our first poster for Preacher, which I... I, I did you guys realize they were making because I yeah. I never heard rumors. Yeah, he ordered that pilot a it's, while it's, ago. They ordered the pilot and then they have just confirmed that they're ordering an actual season from them. Uh, but Seth Rogen's working on it. Do you know what network they're going to do it on? Uh, I AMC. AMC. Yeah, AMC. Is it AMC? Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. for sure. They're, so they're they'll show plenty of the gore that yeah. Preacher has that. Nice shot, Aristotle. <laughs> a water bottle. On Nothing this. but net. Uh, Kobe Aristotle. all day. Kobe beef all, all day. No. LeBron. Uh, what Derek uh, Rose. Just something that I was really excited about. Guillermo Toro's got a secret new project with Fox. <gasps> Do we oh, know anything else right. for the secret? No, it's just that it's... I'm going to assume it. it's going to be something horror-based. I love it. Horror-based, but I think it... Oh, fuck, I read the thing. I don't remember. I could have swore it said animated, but I could be wrong. I'm going to assume it's going to be the uh, Pacific Rim cartoon. That that sounds good. That would be that exciting. Like deal, yeah. Which did you talk well, they were about? supposed to branch out about it. No, because I didn't confirm whether Justin was lying or not. All right, just there spread was... their rumor. Justin, spread that friend of the store. Rumor. Uh, got a lot. Of, got a lot. A lot of ideas, but he could be right. I don't know. Theory I this. Storming. Go on. Legendary worked out their deal or whatever. So now the next. Uh, they're making that King Kong movie, and then they're going to make Godzilla vs. King Kong, and then they make Godzilla vs. King Kong vs. Pacific Rim. I mean, I guess. Uh, Wait, I they're like, making uh, a King Kong standalone? Yeah. Uh, I just just skip to Godzilla vs. King Kong. <laughs> I don't care about it unless it's got Jack Black in it. I mean, yeah, Peter, <laughs> Jack- Peter Jackson's <laughs> King Kong was enough. Yeah. I liked well, it. But now they're making... Mighty Joe Young was enough. That was the theory already. So this is like a new universe that they're introducing, rather than yeah. Peter Jackson's King yeah. Kong. And it, I believe Tom Hiddleston is. So it. and then nice. and then so then we'll have like uh, Godzilla versus King Kong versus a new uh, destroy all monsters versus Pacific Rim versus versus Age of Ultron. So we just watch <laughs> film and crossover after film and crossover. Yes. Godzilla versus King Kong versus Thanos <laughs> versus versus, uh, versus, super, oh versus Superman versus Batman versus Dawn of Justice. Damn. Wow. Just put it all in one movie. I'd be just down. listen to panels. I'll just go to Pan- one movie this summer or like three summers from now. I'll just go to one movie and then be like, I never have to watch a movie again. So a Marvel DC uh, comic book crossover has been done, but it would 
probably be difficult to do it again. I right? just a few weeks ago I showed but, Eddie this really yeah. funny thing on Brian Michael Bendis's uh, right. Tumblr. We were talking someone, about that. Yeah. Someone asked him like, "Are Marvel and DC gonna cross over again?" And all he put was a gift from Tim and Eric of just like a hilarious face. He was like, his "Nope, head. nope. Um, no. I can't, I can't." No. <laughs> But do you think the, the films could cross over? No. no. There's no way. I, no? I feel there's, like there's so much I think the films would do it sooner than the comics would I do it. I feel that the way the industry is at the moment, everyone's kind of like Mine. looking out for themselves. Yeah. Which I feel like at the time that that, hmm. that think, happened, uh, it was more of like a, all right, how can we both benefit from this? But, As opposed to now that it feels like each company is like, how do I benefit from or, this? Yeah. yeah. Our first film Kevin on Feige. our new Mars colony will be yeah. Marvel DC. Bah, 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 bah. There you go, dude. Oh I'm gonna go. God. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on Mars and and colonize it, and then start just Mars Vol comics. When President with, Kanye with West, Spider, Spider the guy. third, decides um, that uh, Spider Man, yeah. oh. Captain Mars America, Bat Spider. Boy. Before this devolves any, dude. any more into um, nonsensical, you were talking about President Kanye West, so it's already. I gone did. There. I was very sleepily saying Kanye West the third, and it's like that's never going to happen like the, ever. The apocalypse will happen. People who are ten happens. years older than me that will never ever happen. Don't ever vote for that guy right. ever. Don't worry about it. No. Okay. So Listen that, to the kids. This bro. is clearly why no. we need to colonize Mars. <laughs> so send Kanye and then President like, ah, of Kanye. Mars. Okay, it, okay, West. okay. Last right. fi- final thought. Yes. I think yeah. I think I think we're all yes. we've gotten to the point where the podcast is yep. needs to okay. end. Yes. Final thought. If Mars was, I thought uh, we already gave colonized. our final yes. last last thing. Jeanette if, didn't give if, her final. If, thought. Let's get Jeanette's final. Thought. If Mars was to be colonized, uh, yeah. what who's who would you pick for president of Mars? <laughs> God damn it! It could be okay, real or fictional. This. I love this. I would pick. Spooky Mulder because he knows how to deal with aliens <laughs> and he believes. Okay. Spooky Mulder running. Would he be Democrat or Republican? Or would it just be, He'd on just the, be liberal. Just third party? Yeah. Yeah. Third party? Okay, yeah, third party. Yeah, yeah. He's Mars party. Mars, Mars, Mars party. Publican. Mars party. <laughs> Mars, 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 Mars liberal. Mars liberal. Okay. Sure. I, I vote Abraham Lincoln. Adventure time Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, obviously. Uh, go on. Uh. No, uh, I no, I would do. Um. Dun 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 dun. dun yeah, dun. you're right. Just Bill Gates. Why the fuck not? Good choice, Good one, yeah. actually. Bill uh, Gates. You're all wrong. Uh, Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> and that's been it for uh, Melcast 3.0. <laughs> Ooh, this has been Derek, Jeanette, at Ari's Tacos on Twitter. Uh, Eddie, who you can find at Fat Collectibles on many, many formats like uh, the Twitter. I don't exist on social media. The Facebook. Me neither. Just uh, Snapchat. I am Instagram. Underscore DVDM. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, I remember. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Jeanette knows what's up. Jeanette knows what's up. J A N E T T E knows what's up. I was done spelling. So, when you're out there in the world, go to Mars. Yeah, when you're out there in the world, remember, we aren't colonizing Mars anytime soon. So, be kind to the world that you have now. And the truth is out there. Water is a right. And the truth is out there. Truth is definitely out there. Ziggy Stardust, 
forever. <laughs> Spooky Mulder. It's all gonna die anyways. That's true. There is a multiverse. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events that happen every day. Hey.